Welcome to The Capitalist Investor. I am back after a multi-week hiatus. Joined by D and Luke. You gotta do the Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. I'm back. That's horrible. I'll be back. (laughs) I'll be back. So nice to be back. Uh, Over the course of the last couple weeks with me being out, the market has been in a complete tailspin. So I figured let's keep this one brief and to the point today. Um, And let's just kind of hit on... What's up with the market? Well, right? we all know that you're never going back to Hawaii since the market's tanked ever since you left. Yeah, but I got to tell you, man, I was stress-free the entire time. <laughs> I'm sure you were. I'm sure you're enjoying a nice cor- corona on the, the beach. Time. I, if the market's tanking, I think you want to be in Hawaii. Yeah. You know, you want to be somewhere where you have zero stress. It was amazing. It was amazing. But now now that I'm home, we need to figure out what the hell's going on. And yeah. <laughs> As if, I mean, obviously, for, for those... Listeners who are clients, they know that we're not asleep. Nobody was asleep at the wheel while I was in Hawaii. We have a full investment team that was uh, managing all this stuff. But so the S and P peaked at what four, little over forty eight hundred in January, and now it's uh, it was below forty two hundred. Let me see where it's at right now as we're recording this on May the fourth. May the fourth be with both of you as well. <laughs> I am a Star Wars nerd, so I respect that. I've seen that about fifteen thousand times on. Twitter I always question the issue is I only liked the original three. Yeah, well, I mean, I get I, that. I mean, the the next three that came after that. Well, the like, last two were horrible. Were the last two they were made in the fast past like four years, five years have been horrible. Yeah, like they could have ended it so much better. But I, I, I'm I pretty didn't, sure my I didn't parents see the very last one. But I was disappointed when you bring back Luke Skywalker. That he had such a bit part. It was terrible. It yeah. really See, my was. father was a pretty big, you know, mainly Star Trek nerd, but he was a Star Wars nerd too. I'm pretty sure I was named after Luke Skywalker. Ah, <laughs> I love it, dude. So we're at like 4150 right mm. now. Okay. You get is this the bottom? You guys think there's more pain ahead? What do you guys think? Well, it's is really it's really difficult because you can tell like the market wants to rally. I feel like they really do. But then we just get bombarded with news every single day, it seems. Yeah. Um, you know, I think what caught my eye recently, the jobs report, uh, which I believe was today, um, kind of highlights the issues that small business have been ha- uh, having, uh, especially hiring people yeah. due to the kind of out of control, uh, you know, wage growth that has happened due to the supply, the labor supply sh- shortage and just a difficulty finding people. Yeah. Mark, you know the number because I, I don't. <laughs> I forgot it off the top of my head. But the amount of growth that small business provides for the country has really been slowed down. I think that's one of the one of the major things that people have not really been talking about. It, 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 I haven't seen much of it in the media, but that's kind of what really drew, drew my eye. I think Charles Payne tweeted something about it today about just the the small business sector losing employees and the large business sector gaining employees. Oh, well, that's that's 100% happening. That's I'll we'll call that the Amazon effect. Mm-hmm. When Amazon came out with their $15 minimum wage or $18, Target said they want to get to $24 by I think 2024. Mm-hmm. That is 100% happening and this is not going to end well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so right now employees hold all the cards versus employers. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're able to play this game of musical chairs where you jump from one ship to another to a competitor and you get paid 20, 30, 40% more money. The issue is you're not 20, 30, 40% more productive, Mm -hmm. right? And what's happening now is that 
the music is stopping and we all know what happens when the music stops in musical chairs, you're, yeah. sh- you're short one chair, someone gets the shaft, right? <laughs> when the music stops, economic growth is going to slow. We'll probably enter a recession. Small business revenues will decline and they've got this fixed cost known as wages, which they're going to have to look square in the eye and say, where do I cut the fat? Right. This will not end well. Okay. It's, it's, it seems like it's great right now because there is wage growth, although it isn't even as fast as inflation, uh, but it is not going to end well. So here's my question that I pose, and something that's kind of not talked about often is that all these large corporations have stolen a lot of employees from small business, but what happens when the consumers run out of firepower? And I'm actually talking about this next week, right, in yep. my presentation in Vegas. It's like literally all the consumers are living off of debt right now. They went from savings to debt. This they can't last the forever. They did, and yeah. this can't last forever. So we aren't seeing this being reflected yet in earnings. But what's happening, what we saw in the stock market, if you looked at companies' guidance, it's pretty shitty. Guidance yeah. is pretty pretty bad going yeah. forward because companies don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. They're willing to underpromise and overdeliver. That's yep. what they want to do. Yeah. Which is actually a good thing for the stock market in the long term. But what happens when consumers run out of firepower for these larger corporations? What's the first thing they're going to do? They're paying these employees 30-40% more money than they were a year ago. They're going to lay people off. What's people's psychology? When they get laid off and they're making a lot of money, they're going to try to make the same amount of money somewhere else. What if that's not available? It won't be available. What if small businesses can't pay 30 40%? What's going to happen? The jobs market is going to recalibrate. Right. And the only way it recalibrates, you don't go to your employees and say, hey, man, times are tough. I got to pay you 30% less. That 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 never happens. It would be... (laughs) Great if it did, because people would keep their jobs, but that doesn't happen. Right. Okay. What happens is you get fired, mm-hmm. and then you need to find another job, and the the market pay at that point in time will be lower. Sure. will have a recalibration. Absolutely. Yep. But let's get back to the stock market, because look, we're at like 4150 right now. I do not think this is the bottom. No. You know, all the research I'm reading says 3,500 to 3,800 is in play on the S&P, and that's basically- a 50% retracement of the rally we've experienced. Hey, I love Fibonacci retracements, bro. Stuff, like 61.8%. Well, I looked right at you as I was saying that. I'm like, man, he's going to get a chance to talk Fibonacci. He loves that. <laughs> such Charles nerd. Payne would run you off our oh, show. Oh, right yeah. Now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He didn't like when you brought that up that one time. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, Luke. He's like, this is just like over everyone's head. Yeah, like, just, just shut, Luke, the, like, shut just up. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> so that's where people are saying you'll find some support. And if you think about it, guys, like there's just, there's so much there's so many negatives for stocks right now between, you know, sky high inflation, which, you know, some people say it's, it'll, it's peaked and it, and it's poised to decelerate. I don't know that that's the case because PPI is still accelerating and that's what producers pay. And mm-hmm. that leads mm-hmm. what consumers pay. Right. Sure. Right. Um, you've got that. You've got, um, you know, Biden talking about higher taxes, Biden talking about forgiving student loan debt, which not only is, morally wrong, but it's inflationary. So that will lead to more inflation. Uh, You've got geopolitical risk, which is going to remain elevated at least until Sleepy Joe leaves the office. Mm -hmm. So you've got a, and you've got slowing economic growth. The Fed is tightening aggressively. The bond market is now expecting 10 more hikes this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the Fed walked into this year at least eight behind the curve. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, they're supposed to hike today. They're, everyone's calling for 50 basis points. They should hike 100 basis yeah, points Yeah, absolutely. They, they need to get to neutral sooner than later. But anyways, 
I think there's so many negatives right now. I heard you yesterday, Luke, say that there's a 75% chance we're in a recession. Yep. I don't know where you got that from. I'm assuming it was from the piece that said something along along the lines of, you only see a negative GDP read. Every time you see a negative GDP read, and 75% since, since of the 19, time you're in a recession. Since 1950, out of, the, out of every negative GDP read out there, there's been 39 of them, including the pre- most recent one. Yep. 30 of those have turned into a recession. Eight of those did not. We still need to find out this one, right? Yep, yep. So if you do the math, 30 divided by 38, it's roughly go. 75%. Yep. So yep. I so get, that's, that's what I was expecting it, you, you arrived at. Yep. yep. So that's exactly right. So again, all we have to base future uh, decisions on and future expectations is history, right? Yeah. And history usually is a good gauge of what's to come. So by that math, I think it's very likely that the next read is is by literal definition. This is the big difference that's not talked about. When we only have four minutes to go on TV and talk, like you, mean, you, yeah. you can't you can't explain the whole full story. Like no. in the literal sense, there is probably going to be a recession. But what does a recession really mean? People, and you know what? And and there are so many. There's the old school textbook definition of a recession, which is two consecutive negative quarters of GDP, yep. but. Now, people, there's the non-textbook definition of recession, which is just one negative quarter of GDP. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I mean, no one really knows. But look, things are going to get worse before they get better, I believe. Mm -hmm. All the fiscal stimulus is gone. In fact, we're, we're experiencing the largest fiscal contraction as a percentage of GDP since, I think, like 1947. All the, the stimulus is now actually... You've you've seen a a you've seen that drop substantially as a percentage of GDP. Interest rates are going higher, which makes buying a home more difficult. Yep. Kills the consumer. You mentioned the consumer being out of firepower. Higher rates kill the consumer. Yeah, it doesn't kill big business because Apple can go and issue bonds if they want, and Absolutely. they they're going to command. Yeah, but they the still rate. have to they still have to pay interest they higher interest do, rates. But with all the cash Apple has on their balance sheet. <laughs> I mean, Apple, if you a different wanted to, story. If, if the Fed funds rate was 5% and Apple issued bonds at 3%, there'd be a lot of people that would still buy it at 3%. Because yeah. it's, 100%. It's probably, Apple might be safer than the U.S. US government. Guys, I was about to say that. You stole it. It Gosh, might be it. safer than the U.S. government. Look, I think there's a confluence of events that are all kind of, it, it's like it's it's a thunderstorm of events that are coming together that are negative for stocks. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Is the federal government and the Federal Reserve actually done with all the stimulus? It is let, let me pose that question. The, the stimulus is done. Is, is it? Unlo- for sure. Dude, Biden's gonna, he's going to try and shove this student loan crap down our he's throats. He's going to try to shove everything down our throats because he is like, his approval rating is what, like 30, 25%? Maybe yeah. if that, like, it's, it's probably they, around 30. They're going to lose think. all the midterms. Majority of midterms. He's not going to be in office three years from now. He's going to do everything in his power to try to give everybody a free check. But Luke, I don't think the stimulus. But is here's over. here's what you're missing, dude. You 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 forgot about the Supreme Court leak. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, dude. The Dems are yeah. trying to push a new narrative. They want this is the the Houdini Act. Look here, <clears throat> not there. They are deflecting from all of their shortcomings, mm. all of their policy errors from the border to Afghanistan to inflation to having two duds in the White House right now. They're trying to deflect from that and redirect their voter base 
to Roe versus Wade pro-choice abortion laws. That's all they have left to do. That's all they have left. They, they've messed literally everything else up. If they are good enough <laughs> at convincing stupid people that that is the only thing they should be voting for. Which they did a couple a year ago. They w- <laughs> yeah. no. I still think there's a red wave, but the Democrats, they're moving forward with their playbook of trying to minimize the pain in the midterm. Did you see the video of Nancy Pelosi? Like walking down the street and interviewing about the whole Roe v. Wade leak and everything like that. She was trying like to force tears out of her eyes and play it off, like like all that stuff. Like, I did it not, was but such I a, saw Elizabeth it, Warren. That's what it was. I'm sorry. That's what it was. It doesn't Elizabeth even Warren. outlaw abortion. It just it lets the state representatives that well, you elect determine it. And, and I I don't know how it would work, but let, let's say you're living in Texas, and Texas is is. 100% pro-life. They Texas decides you can't get an abortion in Texas. But you can go to Illinois and get an abortion. Would it be based on where you reside or would it would a woman be able to hop on a flight from Texas to Chicago and I think they that's could, how I think that, you that's could how still, that would work. Yeah. I think you can but still my, do that. The biggest problem is so it doesn't actually not only does it not outlaw abortion it would still be an option for everyone as long as you were willing to travel. Like, I don't want to speak out of turn. That's the way I believe it to be. I could be wrong there. Yeah, that's, that's that how is I the way for sure. it turns. Yes. But, but mm-hmm. the biggest thing here is like the federal mm-hmm. government has so much power. I mean, they think they can dictate everything, right? I mean, at least the states are smaller than the government. <laughs> the, the government, this, the federal government should have no say in anything. pro-life, pro-choice <laughs> really whatsoever. I mean, I, I have more of that libertarian mindset where they need too. to stay out. They mm-hmm. need to stay out of it. Government has stepped way too far past their boundaries. Our founding fathers, if they looked at us today, they'd be very, very disappointed on where we've come as a society from letting the government get in so big. Literally, we got away. Founding fathers got away from taxation without representation. I think we basically are back to that. Yeah. We are basically back to taxation back to without yeah. representation. We <laughs> well, are and, back and, to exactly what our founding fathers got, you know, had the whole Revolutionary War that's from getting point, away from Britain. Man. That is a that's a valid point. That's you but nobody bring, talks about that. Why don't well, we talk you, about you, that? You better bring that up on on Varney or Payne or something, man. Cavuto, uh, Cavuto, yeah, that's yeah, probably that's that's the platform. Place. Yeah, right. Bring that bring that up. All right, so I think there's further to drop in stocks. D, what's your position? Yeah, I agree with you. And another number I saw today was the trade deficit, biggest read ever, 107 billion in March, negative deficit. So. Um, it speaks again to everything that we've been talking about. But the deficit shrunk. <laughs> but it shrunk. Says who? That, that's what the, the Biden administration <laughs> is telling you. Hey, yeah. we, we're shrinking the deficit. Any deficit at all adds to the debt. Yeah. That's math 101. <laughs> okay. It's not good. It, it's going to a very bad place. And, and you know, honestly, with, with Ohio's been getting hit with all these political ads, too. It, it is disheartening that you know, a, a, a large number of politicians can't come together and do something good for the, for the general people. I hate election it, season. It, it's just co- so combative, and it, it's really led to just terrible policies that have affected everything that we've been talking about and, and in the stock market uh, really for the last six or seven years. I'll tell you what, man. You know, this <clears throat> the, we just had the, the, the primaries yesterday here in Ohio, and J.D. Vance – Mm-hmm. took home the the Republican nomination for the Senate race. And 
That just shows you how powerful Trump still is. Yeah, because he really is. he rubber stamped JD Vance despite JD Vance's rants against mm-hmm. him. Yeah, yeah. From 2016, I think JD Vance was like in third place. Mm-hmm. He was until he got rubber stamped. You know, he got the endorsement from Trump, and then he won in a landslide yesterday. Crushed Mandel, crushed Gibbons. Um, that just shows you MAGA. America first, like that, that it's alive and well, and Trump still has a lot of influence. Oh yeah. A lot. Luke, what do you think, man? Market higher, lower? um, It's going lower. And we talked to you throughout my stat of 75% recession. I think a lot of it's discounted. I I do. I think the market's discounted a lot because guidance has been pretty bad for companies. I still think, I think that you threw out the 37, 3800 on the S&P. I think probably close to 3850, 3900, maybe a little bit higher. I don't know if we get all the way down to 3700. But we need to come back, like you said, to close to that 50% retracement, 61.8 if you want to talk Fibonacci exactly. <laughs> so I, I think 61.8 probably is closer to about 4,000. Yeah. So where we're at now, close Man, to Man, I think there's more pain than that. D, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I think 38.50 sounds about right. Yeah. I just, the thing is, when you t- talk about discounts from the top, from the peak, because that's what it really determines if you're in the bear market in the literal sense, whatever it be, we're already down like. 13% on the S&P. 13. Like NASDAQ's already down 22, 23. Yeah. Like anything much deeper, other, more than like 20% on the S&P means that like we actually are in a really bad scenario to where we're seeing a long-term lasting recession. I don't I, think- I agree because the, the machines will probably kick in and mm-hmm. start buying when if the market's down 19.9. Just yeah. like what happened in 2018 mm-hmm. when we had kind of a taper tantrum, I believe. And I think the market dropped 19.9%. Right sure. before it hit an official bear market, the machines kicked in, yep. bought it, and we were, you know, it was probably up 3% the next day, yep. you know? And that's just, that's kind of the trajectory. So I agree there. My issue is what, what, what I believe is not being discounted in the market yet is I believe the Fed, the Fed only has a dual mandate. Supposedly. Okay? Well, yeah, supposedly, <laughs> you know, Climate change is up for discussion, although it seems like that's out the window with Bloom Raskin getting next um, and propping up the stock market is potentially something they do. But I think they've look, learned their lesson. There's only two things they're supposed to do. They're supposed to maintain price stability, which is fight inflation, and they are supposed to try to achieve maximum or full employment. Okay. Notice I did not say they are supposed to avoid recessions. I did not say that. Now, Luke, I think you actually said this. The unemployment rate typically doesn't spike until you're in a recession, right? So I guess indirectly, the Fed still wants to avoid recessions. But if, if we are just direct, they've got two things to do. They are to maintain price stability and fight inflation, and they are to maintain Full employment. Now, there's 11.5 million job openings right now. Unemployment is 3.6%. Okay. As the Fed raises rates and small businesses get squeezed, the first thing you do before you fire anyone is you remove your job posting. That's so you got to get through 11.5, maybe not 11.5, you know, because some of them are redundant, but you got to get through all of those. You got to eliminate all those job postings before the unemployment rate starts to creep higher. Then where do you think the unemployment rate finally gets to before the Fed starts to say, all right, we need to fix this and swing things the other way? Is that 6% maybe? No, no. 
Probably about 4.2. No way. 4.2 is probably full employment. All right. That's healthy employment. Once they get past that, they're going to tone it back. I Wow. You think they're going to so. I think so. I do. I it, I would, they I would get, say they would do that as long as inflation's subdued and under control. I don't think they're going to do that. So what I think is not being discounted, Luke and D, is I don't think the market is discounting that the Fed is going to hike us into a recession and they're going to continue hiking while we're in it. Because they have to fight inflation. They have to at this point. They have have no other choice. I think this recession, I've heard, I think the consensus view is that if there's a recession, it won't be deep. I think I'm contrarian on this. I do believe this will be a deep recession. I I think it's going to be deep. I think the Fed, in the Fed, the Fed hasn't caused this mess. Everyone wants to point the finger at the Fed because we've been in this zero interest rate environment for so long. It's, the fiscal stimulus that killed us. Well, call me a conspiracy theorist, but I think that Sleepy Joe is going to give Powell a call if this happens. If unemployment starts ticking up and be like, hey, Powell, calm it down a little bit. I think that's a very applicable but, but thing that have, could happen. You still have, I mean, that could happen, but you still have two problems that you're, you're trying to fight. So you, you have to pick one, basically. I, 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 get, yeah. I get that. I get that. But it wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me if their narrative about it six months to a year down the road, once we start, inflation is going to peak, right? Maybe yeah. not now. It's maybe three months down the road. It's going to come to a point where de- people can't spend as much money. Like <laughs> demand is going to come down naturally. Yeah. So what you're going to see, in my opinion, is about six months down the road, maybe even a year, is you're going to see this narrative shift to where the Federal Reserve is going to come out and say, we've hiked interest rates. We've done all this stuff. We slowed demand. But also the consumer's demand is coming down naturally because people don't have enough money to spend anymore. So they might try to slow things down a little bit. That wouldn't surprise me at all if that's the narrative six months from now. That's why, yeah, I think they're going to hike us into recession. I think we're past that point of no return. But once we get to that point, I wouldn't be surprised if they tone it back. Any, they, any, they, they barely like, started hiking, though. I know. <laughs> I, they hiked I, one time. We, they, we have such a long way to go. Yeah. I, 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 I get that. I get that. But um, again, it comes down to consumer firepower. And it's demands naturally coming down because people are running out of money, which isn't necessarily a good thing because it's going to be reflected in the stock market. If, so, they, if they only hike 50 basis points today, I'm going to be incredibly disappointed yeah. in their their – their lack of enforcement of price stability. Right. I, I, 75 bips, I'd, I'd be happy because they're kind of meeting me in the middle. I think they need to do 100 bips today. Mm-hmm. It's, it's expected now, I think, 50 bips in the next three meetings. Yep. 50 bips today, 50 bips, bips next month, 50 bips the month after that. Like, dude, just do 100 bips right now. I agree. And this is the, the difference in our business of what we think they should be doing. What we know they should be doing compared to what we actually think they're going to do, right? There's a big disconnect between there. We talk about they should be hiking rates. We should let the bubble basically burst. It's going to fix things because it's going to make things better in the long term. But what are they actually going to do? What's their narrative? That's the confusing sometimes part in our industry. We have to kind of separate between what we think they should do compared to what they are actually going to do. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of bad news out there. You seem to wake up to it every single day. So like Mark has said, you know, every once in a while, just take a breath. You don't need to look at your portfolio 15 times a day. You know, it, it, everything we talked about here today, it will eventually get everything back to where it should be. We just have to be a little bit patient because of everything that's happened in the last two years we're going to experience some pain. 
There, there, there was no way around that <laughs> based on everything that we did. Yep. So, you know, keep your head up out there. Don't drive yourself crazy. It, it, it will get back to a better place. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Yep. yep. And then hopefully these decisions that, that are made here in, in the next couple months put us back on, on a better trajectory. Man, I hope so. Sooner rather than later. That's yeah. the key. How soon? <laughs> yeah. All right. That wraps up today's show. As always, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.